there and welcome to another Snapshots podcast. What we're going to talk about today is what lists we are going to be taking to Ray of Hope. I'm joined today by Mr. Bob D. Hello. Colin Brown. Hello. And Dan Slobberdobberdob. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what list are you going to be taking, Bob? I'm really looking forward to Ray of Hope and I have taken the theme to heart my thinking is that it's a, a comp where you've got to bring at least one female pilot so i thought let's go wild and go with three female pilots and i had a look at what was good and i thought that hera would be quite a lot of fun so hera obviously big unit in a ghost She's going to be putting out some firepower, so anything else it needs to work around her. So I threw in Magviaro. Magviaro, not one of the mo most familiar pilots, but her ability is to stop attacking ships from re-rolling their shots at the Ghost if they're at range zero to one of her. And that struck me as being a useful way for the Ghost to have some more defence because instead of the usual green dice, what it's doing is disrupting the red dice that are coming at it. In addition to that, Magva's in a, a U-wing, which means that she can coordinate with the benefit of a tactical officer, so that here is getting a couple of actions every turn. I'm also thinking advanced sensors is really good on everything, and a dorsal turret on the ghost, and Princess Leia, although as you pointed out earlier, Will, Princess Leia, Shouldn't really be necessary if you've got advanced sensors on Hera because she can do the action before she K-turns anyway. On the other hand, it's Ray of Hope, and I'm thinking that the girls deserve a spot in the list. Princess Leia is belonging on my build. I had a look at, at what else was available if I was only going for female pilots and, and crew. And Sabine is a useful bit of kit. She's flying about in her TIE fighter. And she's an inconvenience, difficult to ignore because she's such a good blocker with her ability to do a barrel roll or a boost before she performs her move. And she's also got pilot talent slot, so I could stick squad leader in there. And I've thrown a stealth device on her too to try and make her a bit more survivable. I'm not sure about Sabine. I did take the list with the change that I took the Y-wing with Ivan, is she called? Yvonne giving an extra green dice by spending a focus. She was terrible. I had a couple of practice games with her at Fanboy 3 in, in Manchester last week. She was shocking. Absolute waste of points. So it meant I could throw a couple more toys onto Hera, upgrade the fire control system into advanced sensors and swap her out for Sabine Wren. But I'm far from settled on that. And when I get to the tournament at the weekend, I'd be really surprised if, if the list I've got at the moment is the, the list I turn up with. But I'm really pleased with the challenge I set myself, taking all female pilots, seeing whether that really did result in, in a restriction of choice resulting in creativity, because apparently that, that is what happens when you restrict people's choices. It's an interesting build. Magva's actually better than what you think, Bob. It's 0-2, not 0-1. Oh, so, right, cheers. And you, you've picked dorsal turret, I see. Is there any point why you've picked dorsal turret and not opposed to iron turret, for instance? Yeah, I'm... Um, Having seen Ion a lot last weekend and watching what five of them can do to, to a large base, I also saw what happened when you only got one Ion shot 
on a large base. And the game is super fast moving now. And you need to be dishing out the damage really fast. All the lists are damage race lists uh, from what I've seen. And if you've only got one eye on cannon, that's considerably less effective than two, three or four. An eye on really gives you the benefit if you can throw multiple orange tokens onto your target. So with uh, just one cannon, I thought dorsal might be better for dishing out a bit of damage from the sides. And with veteran turret gunner, you've got a second shot. So that's where perceptive comes in. Both shots are going to be focused. But I can see that there might well be better ways of spending those points. Well, I mean, you've got the coordinate there, so you've got a lot of action economy and can pass actions over to Hero as well. So, you know, there's, there's target locks to be had and reinforces, so could make yeah. the ghost pretty survivable. Well, for me, the reinforce on the ghost is absolutely massive. Not having any green dice at all, generally, having a reinforce to cut down the incoming damage is really huge. If you were running three, three or four green dice ship, you wouldn't be bothered about reinforce because your dice would be doing a lot of that work anyway. But obviously, with zero agility, it becomes huge. But you also need the ghost to be doing a lot of damage. And if you're going to get any mods at all, you do need some action support. So I'm hoping that Magva won't be that attractive as a target. And instead, Hero will be where most of the incoming fire goes. And if Reinforce works well, you're turning all the three die ships into potentially two die ships depending on their mods, and that should let her live just a little bit longer. Jury's still out, though, on the third ship with Hera and Magva. The third pilot is, is looking awkward. At the moment, rather than Sabine, I'm thinking possibly a Y-Wing, because they seem to be everywhere at the moment, and that is leading me to think that Nora Wexley might be joining them, but I'm not sure about whether or not there'll be enough points for that. Colm, you've flown Nora a bit, haven't you? little bit, yeah. I really like Nora and a turret and some bombs, or maybe Nora and proton torps is good. I do think there's quite a bit of, you know, you could jostle the points around quite a lot and fit Nora in. I think it would be quite good. Yeah, I'm going to have a little look and see what I can do with Nora. Yeah, I think you'd benefit from something that's doing more damage. You know, you've got, you've got coordinate from the U-Wing and the squad leader on Sabine. And advanced sensors, I feel like you've kind of got so much stuff donating action economy to the ghost and advanced sensors, meaning you're not always going to be able to take advantage of it. Yeah. Just some of those points would be better spent on just a big gun, you know, kill some stuff. There is a danger there of when the ghost dies, you are left with two support ships rather than anything else that can cause damage. Yeah. I had a couple of thoughts on on your third ship. You could go for Sabine in the uh, attack shuttle rather than the TIE fighter. That's certainly a, a bigger gun for you there. Yeah, I mean, and Sabine on the attack shuttle is is a really nice little ship. And it also opens up the option of docking if I threw the points into that. Mm, yeah, possibly. Uh, you could also fit in Miranda with barrage rockets if you took off the perceptive co-pilot. Ooh, that's good. Ooh, okay. Oh, well, I like the sound of that, Dan. Well, it's um, something you think about, Bob, isn't it? Well, yeah, I'm just having a quick squint at Nora, and I'm thinking if I can stick an ion cannon on Nora, then that opens up the possibility of a sensible ion cannon on Hera. Double ion is is much better. So a vet turret gunner and an ion cannon on Hera. Sort out the red moves with Leia. Nora gets the ion cannon turret and probably also wants to have a veteran turret gunner. Cool beats. Well, starts to look survival. It's, it's not all about your list. 
let's hear from Dan now. Dan, what list are you looking at taking? So I've gone the opposite of Bob, really. Bob's fully embracing the theme, and I've gone for my usual try-hard approach of taking a really good list and then just shoehorning in a female pilot just to fit the brief. You are uh, genuinely a vile man, aren't you? <laughs> yes, I am. As, as shown possibly by this list, which I think actually is quite good. So it's a scum list. It's Forlom with Advanced Sensors and the Mist Hunter title. It's Palop with the Moldy Crow title, L337 and Trickshot. Captain Seavor, just with no upgrades. And then Serisu, who apparently is female, with a tractor beam and swarm tactics. The way it works, basically, I've had a couple of games with it, and it works quite nicely. Serisu swarm tactics Seavor up to five, who then shoots and jams off a target, uh, a token, sorry. Serisu then herself shoots a tractor beam, which they then can't defend against. And then you've got a tractored and jammed ship that has to take two three dice fully modded attacks from Paylob and Forlob. Pretty tasty, I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of the Swarm Tactics on Seavor. On Serisu. Yeah, but Swarm Tactics in Seavor. Oh, apologies. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is what I mean. Yeah, he definitely needs that, and he becomes a lot more of a threat at that higher initiative. Forlob and Palob, I don't really need to even talk about. They are definitely a force to be reckoned with. No shock you've really gone with a four-ship scum list, really, is there? No, it's kind of the... It's a, it's a play on the evolved form of the four horsemen from before the points change. Dave Suckler's been running the 3.5 horsemen, which is basically full-on Palob, Seavor, and then it's a uh, Kimagila in the fourth slot. So I've just swapped out the Kimagila for Serisu. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan. And what what is Sirisu bringing to the party? Well, apart from the high initiative and the tractor beam, her ability of being able to re-roll a green dice at range zero to one is nothing to be sniffed at. Because these four ships like to fly in a sort of loose formation, you're actually taking advantage of that re-roll quite a lot. So especially on Forlom, who's only got one dice anyway, it's golden. Colm, how do you think that this list will fare up against, say, Bob's list? I think it'll do quite well. You know, you'll be able to withstand the gun from Hera and probably whittle the ghost down. I'm slightly worried, though, about damage against a bunch of other things. You know, like Dave has been running Kimagila for an extra mm-hmm. big gun in there. And I yeah. think dropping that down to Serisu, you know, it's kind of hard to tell if you'll be able to do enough damage, you know, maybe against AC thing, because Whisper is a female pilot, so I imagine there'll be a lot of Whisper. Yeah. You know, on the turn, you catch Whisper, maybe you won't get that damage through that you used to be able to. Well, So uh, I don't I mean, know if the extra defense makes up for that. That's, that is a fair point, but bearing in mind that if Seabor's jammed away the Evade and then Serisu's managed to land a tractor beam, Whisper's looking real sad at that point. I mean, that's true. I suppose if Whisper gets in that position, she's in trouble. Yeah, that, I mean, that is true, yeah. I, to be fair, I have been chatting to Dave about this a little bit, and when we were comparing the two lists, I did say that this was this feels like much more of a grindy list than, than his with the three big guns. It's not got as big a damage output, uh, you know, in, in a short space of time. So it is more of a grind, but... Uh, yeah, I, th- I still think it's it's got legs. We'll, we'll see anyway. Could end up being terrible. <laughs> no, I mean, Bob, how, how would you feel about going up against it? Nervous. Hera's issue is volume fire. So, in fact, that's that's lots of lists in, in 2.0. And the answer to that is to, to try and 
back her up with with other big guns and she does have a nice big front arc shot Sarissu in particular actually makes me quite nervous she's one of those ships where there's so many dice rolling you just don't know how long it's going to take to kill her which makes for an interesting decision tree as you you try and pin her down but there are four reasonable-ish guns in that list Forlom is just solid and I think You've got to be looking at Forlom as something to dump volume fire into early on the basis that he's a big gun that's relatively easy to kill. But in terms of target selection with Dan's list, I'm not quite sure where I really want to start. It's interesting because, I mean, it kind of kills off your perceptive co-pilot with Seavor and Palor both in the list. You know, it's taking your action economy and your coordinations away, really. Yeah, and... if you're going to invest a lot of points in a big ship, you need that big ship to be doing a lot of stuff and you need to keep it alive for a long time. Mm. And the only way you're doing that is with actions. And anything that like Palob that disrupts your ability to maximise your outgoing firepower and minimise what's coming back at you is bad news. And it's hard to hard for me to envisage a scenario where Palob's got close enough to pinch your focus, but here has got enough range to actually be getting some defence. But funny things happen in next week. Palop is just such a pain, even at the new hugely inflated points value. Still, still gold ship. Absolute yeah. gold ship. Definitely. I just want to say, actually, just thinking about the matchup specifically of Dan versus Bob. Will, you said Seavor is very good against Perceptive Copilot combined with Palop. Well, I also think he's very good against Reinforce. Yeah. So I thought oh, the, first, the first thing the ghost is going to want to do against Alice is Reinforce because there's the multiple shots. But Seavor can just ping that away. That's huge. Yeah. He pings away the green token, but the, the person who's getting that chooses the green token. So, you know. No, not any, that's, no, that's wrong. It's the person who puts the jam on. No, it's, but the, you either choose green token or lock. It's not. I think, yeah, I think I've seen it being ruled different ways at different tournaments. It's the one you want to check with your TO exactly how oh. it works. Uh, no, no, it's, it's, been, it's been done in the rules, mate. It's literally the person picks the green token. They've uh, FAQ'd us. No, it's, it's, it's actually in the rules. Even with how it's written in the rules, it's yeah, been yeah. ruled differently at tournaments over here and at System Opens in America and stuff. So. All right, fair enough. No, I mean, I, not, I, I had it initially as you picked the token, but I've had it ruled against me since, so that's why I thought that was the, that was the gem. I'll have to check that one. Yeah, uh, my final thought was, even though we've just spent all this time talking about this list, I'm such a massive fan of Whisper that I could easily have my head turned at the last minute, so. And you stick your fifth brother on there and off you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, no more Vader anymore. Ha ha ha. Yeah, he's definitely not counting as a female pilot. No. <laughs> Happy days. So, well, with that, good luck to you both at the tournament. Thanks. I hope you both do well and... Have a great tournament and come back and tell us how you did. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. It got an interesting comp so that people who want to get super competitive aren't overly restricted in what they want to bring. Uh, but people who want to have a, a bit of fun and get into the theme can can go well with that. And it's it's for an absolutely fantastic charity. I'm very pleased with, with the choice of charity. And uh, hopefully we can raise a small fortune for them. Yeah, well, that's what it's all about at the end of the day. And that's what the tournament's for. Well... Leaves me all to say is goodbye from me, and goodbye from Bob. Ta-da. Goodbye from Cole. Bye-bye. And goodbye from Dan.
See ya. I'll see you next time.